Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. We're glad you're joining us on today's episode. And uh, today we're going to be talking to Captain Jordan Todd over in uh, Port St. Joe. How you doing, Captain Jordan? I'm good, man. I'm good as always. Trying Perfect. to stay dry. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting harder to do, isn't it? Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. It, but lately, the last two or three weeks is very hard to do. I've been wet more times in the last month than about just about 10 seasons. Yeah. So the good news is uh, the fish don't mind the rain. Um, it, it just makes it troublesome for us, but it does affect them. So what do you see? I mean, do you do anything different if you're dealing with the, cause I mean, it's pressure changes and a lot of things are kind of happening. Is it yeah. treat it differently or just kind of do a what you're doing? Different, a little different. I mean, the, the good thing is, is with all the clouds and the, and the rain is keeping the water temperatures down. Yeah. Um, so your fish are staying active a little more, a little later in the day. Uh, you know, they're up up a little shallower than they would typically be this time of year. Uh, the only problem is, is, you know, the water's getting stained with all the tannic and all the runoff. It's, it's getting stirred up. Yeah. It's getting a little tougher to see certain areas and certain holes you want to fish in. Um, so it's, it's kind of makes it makes me move a little slower, you right. know, not just, not just running in on top of a hole and, putting the baits where they need to be it's kind of having to work into it and find it you know and, and figure out stuff because the water the water clarity is pretty tough right now but but the fishing still you know fish are still biting um believe it or not but the trout bite is still pretty good because the water temps are, are staying down you know the live bait staying up on top of the flats and stuff like that so the yeah. fish are, are still being active you know um it's interesting because one, my favorite way to fish is to sight fish. And I think uh-huh. a lot of people agree with that. And, um, I think a lot of people prefer it, <clears throat> but the thing is on these rainy overcast days like that, it's almost impossible to do. And then you throw in, you know, issues with water, water clarity because of all the rain that's been going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not that you can't do it. it. It's like what you said, you have to be a little more methodical about things. You have to. Um, you have to look for things I found that are like, you know, a, a fish's wake versus actually seeing the fish and try to look yep. for those signs like that. Um, yep, absolutely. But you know, it's just not as fun for me anyway. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I'd much rather be able to see them yeah. and get a, get a bait to them instead. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, this whole summer, it feels like that, that type of condition really hasn't existed or at least not that I've seen. It's not, I mean, there's been some clear water days and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but um, the, the clarity of it, you got to get real shallow for it to be as clear as I like for it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely have to switch up what you're, you know, normally used to, but, um, we've had some, you know, one pretty day a week or something like that. And, and believe it or not, the water clarity is, is it's as the water's clean. It's just stained. Right. So you got tannic water coming out it's still you know if you get good sunlight you can still see through it right or see fish in it but if it's a little hazy or overcast then no it's you can go ahead and chalk it up to yeah you're not gonna be <clears throat> sight fishing very much and you know uh, i went out in the panama city area just before the holiday and um it was it, it's like areas that are normally like a glass of water look more like a glass of tea yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's the only way I can describe it because you can see oh, through yeah. it. But like you take a redfish, for example, I mean, a lot of what makes them so much fun and not easy to sight fish, but they're easy to spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times. And uh, and so 
now they're the exact color of the water they're swimming in, you know, and it's still clear, but it all, it doesn't help you, you know? No, it definitely doesn't help you. So I'm, I'm hoping this little tropical storm Elsa kind of sucks all this weather with it as she gets by us and, and gives us a, you know, a couple of days or a week at least of, of, uh, of good, you know, good weather and some sunshine and no rain. Gosh, we don't need any more rain. Everything's <laughs> just soggy. Yep. And hey, so you you made you brought up a good point, and I hadn't thought of this, but the the benefit to it, besides you know, if you don't mind getting wet and it's not lightning, then you know, not not that big of a deal really to be out in a boat. But this time of year, it's probably lightning with it. Um, but it lowering the water temperature and keeping those fish in in more of a, a you know, early summer pattern longer, you know? Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they're staying up on top of the flat a little longer into the day and stuff and, and, and feeding a little, a little more aggressively all day long instead of, you know, typical July, you better have a good bite by nine o'clock, yep. you know, and, and, and then just try to piece it together the rest of the day. But lately it's, it's been kind of, you know, steady all morning um, even until, you know, 12 o'clock, you know, after lunch, it's, it's still been pretty decent. Yeah. Have you been taking many trips offshore or have you kind of, since my, since since my incident two weeks ago, um, it just, the weather just hasn't been right for me. Just haven't been comfortable with, with getting back out there and not having it, which is, I mean, the weather's really been the, the biggest factor. It's not that I'm scared to go. It's just right. I'm not going to risk my clients again, knowing there's storms popping up all over the place. Right. And, man, it's you been, know? like we said, it's been that way for weeks now. I mean, gun shy or not, it's really not the best of ideas uh, on a lot of the days we've had to be running offshore for. No, not in my boat, definitely. And yeah. it, it's been weird, man. Like one week we had, Every morning it would start raining around six thirty and rain till about nine. Yep. And then it would move off of us and we'd have from about nine thirty or ten till three or four of decent weather. Yeah. And we could fish. You know, that was like four or five days in a row was that pattern. So that wasn't too bad. And then the very next week it would be clear up until about ten o'clock. And then all these storms would start popping up. You'd have to run in and run around them. And, yep. and it, it was like, it's been like that since the last, oh, I mean, today we literally got out there. It, it, it looked clear enough. There was a couple little clouds around and we got out there to the first spot, made about three or four casts. And I heard a rumble of thunder and turn around and it's just black behind me. And I was like, wow. well, that built up quick. So we had to run all the way back in. Yeah. And we waited an hour and a half and then, Storms went away, and we had about right about four hours of, of decent weather, windy, but you know, yeah, sunshine in and out, and some clouds. Made a trip out of it, and then had to run back in from another one, you know, just before, right about two o'clock. And it's just, oh man, it's just stressful, you know. Yeah. I, I bet because I the times I've been down, it's been, you know, stressful for me just because my time's so limited. But mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine, you know, being in charge of putting somebody else on fish and all that, you know, because you're also trying to avoid storms and nobody wants to be out in the rain in a boat running around if you can help it, you know, especially a, a, a person that's, that's you know, paying for a charter. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. And I uh, always usually ask them, you know, hey, look, guys, this is just going to be some rain. If y'all got rain jackets and want to, 
you know, grind through it, we can, or if, if we want to run on in, that's fine. And, and most people are like, well, let's, let's run on back in. Yeah. Try to wait it out. You know, if I see it coming where it's just a, I mean, just a torrential downpour, you know, where it's real dark, I'll say, let's, let's get out of here. Cause you never know what a random bolt of lightning is going to jump out of one of those. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Florida's known for that anyway. So, I mean, yes, it's just... there was a, uh, actually at, at St. Mark's this weekend, there was a boat, a scallop boat that was out there during it and it got struck by lightning mm-hmm. and injured a few people in the boat. It didn't kill anybody, thank God, but it, it hurt, hurt a couple of people. I tell you that, that sounds like a miracle in itself for it to have not killed yeah. anybody. I almost can't imagine how it wouldn't have killed somebody. No, they said somehow it hit the, the boat where it hit the boat. It absorbed most of it kind of blew out the electronics and one of the driver, the guy standing behind the console had some glass in him or something, but no one was seriously injured, which is lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Well, so that's yeah. a, a word of caution. And on that note, um, after your experience, we talked about, you know, you dealing with some, some bad weather and, and a real mm-hmm. sketchy weather situation. And, we talked about CETO and some other things. And then the very next day you got towed somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Two days later, literally from that going offshore, which thank God my steering didn't go out out there. Yeah. That as soon as it happened, I was, it just kind of made me realize like, wow, it could have been a lot worse if we were out there. My steering went out, my, my steering pump, uh, steering assist pressure pump basically it keeps pressure in both my stations yeah um some bleed valve busted out which is never supposed to happen according to them but it somehow faulty pump or something it blew out and drained all my fluid out of the pump into the boat and i lost all pressure in my line so i couldn't steer so i had to be towed in back to the ramp oh my god um but i mean it, i was down a day and a half and i got a, a new pump put in it and wow and, uh, but I mean, still, I was, I was thinking like, man, if this would have happened when we were out there in that mess, yeah. that it would have been severely bad. Well, and you know, it's, um, it's just funny that, that we had just had that conversation. I think that podcast had just published. I, in fact, I yeah. don't, I don't know that you and I have talked since that happened. Honestly, we no, sir. We have not. Okay. So that, so, so that happened. We had that conversation about boat safety and lightning and your experience being caught out there. And I was just commenting about CETO. I always try to keep a CETO or something just because I don't know anybody down there with a boat. You know what I mean? So if yeah, I'm stuck, yeah. I'm going to be stuck. And uh, anyway, um, and then if, and I think you even made a comment that have you never been towed in or you never had to use them? Did you say something like that? No, I, no, no, no. I've never used the CETO or Boat US. Oh, okay. Norm- normally, I'm in areas where other, you know, guides, buddies of mine are, are yeah. fishing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've all towed each other in at some point. So it's, it's just a, it's a brother-in-law system, you know, Hey, it's my turn. Yeah. Appreciate it because you know, next year I'll be, when you right. call me, I'm, I'm going to come over and get you. And yep. luckily it was right toward the tail end of our trips. Yep. Um, and a buddy of mine was pretty close to me. So I called him and he's like, no, nah, man, I'll get you, you know, I can tell you on the way in. Yeah. Not a problem. So he towed me in and, and, you know, thankful for that. Or I would have had to call CETO. Yeah. But fortunately, you know, in, in this business, you got buddies who are willing to do it because at some point being a guide, 
I don't care how new your boat is or how good you keep it up, you will be towed in. Oh yeah, if you, if, where you have to be towed in. As much as as much as y'all are on the water, it's inevitable. I mean, it's, it's going it's, to happen. Yeah. I don't care what kind of boat you got or how good you keep it up. It's going to happen. Yep. It's just so crazy to me that we had just had this conversation and then I see you, you posted well, it. I'm going to blame it on you then. You <laughs> well, you got it out of the way. You got it out early, <laughs> you know? That's right. Yeah. So man, it, so have you, have you been on the beach any and done anything for tarpon? Uh, I've gotten one day in out there. Um, how are the again, numbers? It was, uh, numbers are good. Typical for late June, July. Yeah. You know, we're seeing good strings of them. Um, little bit of tough bite. The last, the, the which the, the day I went out there was right after the full moon. I kind of knew that'd be, yeah. you know, funky or, or something, but, uh, we got a couple bites, jumped one and, and then the clouds rolled in. It was kind of tough seeing them. You know, we, we didn't see them till late. Right, you know, made some bad casts. A few good casts we had. Fish didn't want anything to do with it. Um, but we saw decent numbers for late late June, July, and and I was supposed to have another one tomorrow if if we get some some good weather. So yeah, are you seeing anything else on the beach? You seeing any good numbers of like uh, good sized jacks or uh, redfish? Yes, there was that actually the day we I had the tarpon trip. A school of jacks, two football field size. Wow. They were hammering bait, and uh, we caught three out of it. And the biggest one was like thirty-eight pounds. Goodness it was gracious. a giant. It was one of the biggest ones I've ever seen up here. And it, of course, the guy that threw in, we we threw three rods and hooked three. And of course, the biggest one was on the smallest rod. <laughs> Always. Always, yeah. And it, but it was fun, man. We, you know, they rolled through, and and then we left them alone. But there's there's actually a couple good, you know, fifteen or twenty. Jackson in school, I guess they've all broken up. Yeah. You know, so they're kind of all spread out in small schools of 15 and 20, which makes it fun. Cause you don't have to locate the, the one big one. Right. To find them, you know, so it's, that's been good. We've been catching a couple of them every day. I tell you, man, <clears throat> one or two of those and you're good. Oh yeah. Especially absolutely. in the, in the, when you start pushing 40 pounds, one of those and you're good. They are just yeah, a it hard fight. It was fish. a big one. That's yeah. that. I tell oh, you, yeah. that makes for a fun day. Oh yeah. And I always keep a, a rod with a big popper tied on, Yeah, you know, and I, I love just, you know, grabbing it and giving it to my clients and I just say, throw it, just throw it and reel, Yep. you know, and just, just watching them watch the fish go after that thing. That's, that's what I love about it. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of those, uh, jacks and, uh, well, I mean, even ladyfish and bluefish, I mean, anything that'll school up like that Spanish, they get so aggressive. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I tell my kids and my wife, I say, throw in the middle and try to take it away from them. And then you're Absolutely. not, you're not going to be able to do it. You know, no, you can't <laughs> reel it fast enough. No, the reel won't go fast enough for you to get it away. If they want to eat it, you will not get it away from them. Oh yeah. And it's wild how oh, aggressive yeah. they get, but it becomes, you know, it's a good, a good fish, especially if you guys are out having a slow day, boy, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially tarpon fishing. I always love when they roll by cause it kind of breaks up the monotony. Yep. You know, and they eat, I mean, when they're swimming by, you just throw something in there and makes noise. They're going to eat it. It kind of like you wish every fish had the aggression as a jack. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice. But yeah, there's, there's a good bit of jacks around. There's a lot of ladyfish and bluefish, Spanish along the beach. You know, if you just want to catch something, yep. uh, plenty of those, there's a few pompano around, which are tough to catch this time of year with all the ladyfish. Yeah. Um, they, they kind of, if you, 
if you try to sight fish them or throw any jigs at them or anything, they lady fish will mess you up. But yeah. Yeah. They're um, kind of all in the same places. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, but there's some, uh, the redfish bites still being good there with the water, the, the low water temps, the redfish are staying kind of schooled up. Um, which is fun when you find them makes it tougher to, to kind of catch them all throughout the day. You kind of got to get on the school, catch the ones you want to get and leave them alone. You, you know, it's not like you're just going to catch two or three each spot moving around. Yeah. And you know, what's uh, funny about that. <clears throat> it's good for, for the folks like you guys that are on the water every day and can, can kind of know where the schools were yesterday or whatever and, and sort of yeah. communicate back and forth and find them. It makes it really hard for guys like me that are weekend warriors. Cause like you just said, if you don't, like for me, if I don't just stumble into where that school is, then I just probably won't catch any redfish that day. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like that, uh, maybe, yes, maybe, but it's the odds are not real good. So, I mean, luckily the ones I've sight fished have been just, you know, maybe a pair. It's been real, just singles or a pair. Um, but that's not, I haven't, I've yet to see a big school of fish this year in the yeah, times well, I've been ours, down. Ours are staying pretty balled up in the, in the same areas they usually are. And I, I like it when they spread out. I like it when they scatter all across the flats and they're kind of mixed in everywhere with the bait, you know, that yeah. way you can, you can, while you're trout fishing or whatever, you catch a couple here and a couple there and you, instead of just pounding on one school of them you know yeah. but but it's 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 still nice when you see a school of two three hundred and you know tell your people hey just throw it in there yeah and you uh, know it, it, it's such an experience to see a school of redfish that big too i mean because because man they you know they're they're just a, a a really pretty color even if they're ocean side they're or gulf side they're still a they still have that bronze tint to them Yep. And uh, if you can catch a, a, a school of them like that in the bay where they're that bright, it looks like a school of uh, of big goldfish or something. Absolutely. Big old orange ball. Yeah. I mean, it's just you can't miss it. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, so no, easy to see. If you do, if you do, you're colorblind. Yeah. I mean, it's just so easy to see. And, uh, and, and, but, well, you could miss it now because the water is exactly the water, that they same blend color. In. Yeah. They blend in with the water. That's, yeah. Especially, you know, like if it's, if it's overcast or dirty water and it's calm, you can find them, you see them moving around, pushing water. But right. if, if you got wind blowing 15 or 20, like it was today and dirty water and overcast, it's just like, well, we'd literally have to bump into them yeah. to find them. But, but it's, but they're still biting good. You know, the water temps, like I said, cool down. There's plenty of bait. Um, so they're good. The trout are going to start to get harder and harder because they're all spawned out. Yeah. Um, they've already laid their eggs. So a lot of your trout for us will leave the bay, um, or the flats. So they'll, they'll pull off into deeper water. It can be tougher to find them. And it's, it's more like you pull up to a spot, you catch one or two, three, maybe you just go ahead and move to the next one, catch yeah. one or two. It's not like we're sitting on, you know, two spots and hammering them for the day anymore. So it's, that's going to start getting tougher and tougher for yeah. St. Joe. Yeah. Um, well, what, but, so, but it's, it's, it's been, it's been a lot longer into the summer. It's been good than I, than normal. Yeah, no, absolutely. How, how deep do they go? Not, not real sure. I mean, typically six to 10 feet. Yeah. You know, they pull off the edges of the flats and, and you'll see them on a really pretty calm day. You'll see them scurrying the edges in, in deep water. You know, they look like mullets from the edges. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I I believe a lot of them just want a lot of the males and stuff. Once they, the females spawn, they lay, 
the males just swim out in the deeper water or migrate out of the bay yeah. and head somewhere else, I believe, because it, it is. I mean, it, the bite gets very tough uh, starting after the full moon in, in June, and then surely after the full moon in July, it's it's a grind to catch a trout in St. Joe. So do you think that's something that's uh, that's more exclusive to St. Joe Bay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, just – from, want, from my experience. Yeah, and why why do you think that would be? Does the water tend to get warmer in there? For, it does, yes. Yeah. Late July, August, St. Joe Bay will be 90s to mid-90s water wow. temp, and it just, it, it you know, most of them are going to get out of that. Yeah. A lot of your bait a lot of your bait pulls out, and, you know, in the deeper water and stuff because those flats, man, they get hot. And, yeah. And nice days, you know, we get three or four sunny uh, clear days in July and August, it, that water temp can get really hot. So what do you do on those days? I mean, obviously you fish deeper water, but you just, I mean, so like daylight, uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, either if I have to fish St. Joe Bay, it'll be early, early morning, some deeper holes, um, yeah. or target other species, you yeah. know, typically starting mid July, late July, I stay out of St. I try to stay out of St. Joe Bay as much as possible. And that's, that's where I get, tarpon fishing or, or fishing Apalachicola Indian pass a lot more. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And I, you know, I've noticed that because I've been down in St. Joe Bay in the late summer like that. And it, and it is a difference in how warm it gets. I mean, you can tell, mm-hmm. you know, Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, that's wild, man. So with all this, are you expecting any kind of crazy weather this week? Um, with the, no, cause I mean, this, I, I guess really the, the rain is not so much the issue, but I don't know if it affects things like, I mean, I'm sure there'll be, um, you know, maybe a bigger tide or, you know, or something. Well, this, the Elsa, that tropical storm, she's far enough, uh, east and south of us that we're just getting little bands here and there from it. I mean, you know, 15, 20 mile an hour gust. It's just, it's actually been typical of this summer. Yeah. You know, storms rolling in and out all day and, and wind blowing. I mean, we've been dealing with this for the past three weeks, but what I'm hoping is, is that this, that it, what it does is as it goes North of us across the state, it, it pulls all the moisture and stuff with it. Yeah. And then we can kind of dry out for a couple of days. And that's typically what these fast moving tropical storms do. But yeah, um, the bite, you know, with all the rain, because it's been gradual rain, for the last three or four weeks, you know, they're used to it. Um, if we get a ton of rain, you know, in, in a day or two, we're just, it just floods, then it can shut the bite down completely. Yeah. Um, but right now, just because it's been a little bit of rain for so long, they're kind of acclimated to the fresh water and they'll, they'll still bite. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, you know, what sucks is you're still going to be, you know, do- either dodging or, or sitting at home, hoping it'll stop, you know? Oh yeah. And, and yeah, you hate that. Cause it's such a, you know, with tar, you know, the tarpon started coming through and it's kind of a prime time for all that. And, uh, you hate, I hate to spend any days at home if I could be doing that, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I've already lost enough days because of weather this year. I'm, I'm going to try to grind out the ones I got left. Yeah. If, if mother nature will let us. So it's, you know, and it's, it's been tough for everybody. It's, yeah. it's not like it's, they're chasing me around, but it's, everyone's just been kind of dealing with the same thing. Yeah. And you know, most of my time on the water has been in Panama city this year and all that weather you're talking about is just moved right over them. 
You know, yep. what I mean, when it goes when it gets off you, it's raining on on that area, and then it's yep. on to Destin, and you know, so it's it's affecting everybody in one way or the other. You're, you're yes, right. sir. Well, Jordan, it sounds like if you can, uh, if you don't mind getting a little wet or uh, or don't mind just running from from the weather, there's a lot of fish to be caught, and it's still it a, is. a yep. great time of year to go try it. You know. Yes, sir. It's it's been relatively good. You know, I mean we had our slow days just typical of every summer you're going to have a slow day here especially around the 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 low moving to or the small tides yeah you know during the moon phases but but it's been it's been relatively good summer well, you good. know fish bite wise yeah well good well tell uh tell the listeners how to get a hold of you if they want to come to port st joe and book a trip do a little fishing um you can call me 850-227-6550 that's the best way um, I will, I will get back to you eventually through the voicemails when I, you know, uh, I get, I try to answer a few every day. Um, but, uh, also Instagram and Facebook direct message, saltwater obsessions, either one of those, I'll, uh, I'll definitely respond and let you know if we can get out or not. All right, man. That sounds good. So if you want to get down there, man, Jordan's a guy. So, uh, so get up with him and, uh, Jordan as always, man, thank you. It's uh, it's interesting time, you know, it's just, uh, so it's funny. I mean, I feel like this, this could almost be a weather podcast as much as a fishing podcast, but so much of what you do depends on the weather, whether it be yes, wind sir. or surf or rain or cold heat, whatever it is, it's all, you know, it, it, it's affected and you have to react to it. So, um, yes, sir. It's kind of worth spending a little bit of time on, especially when things are difficult, because, you know, if you don't, you get a guy like me show up down there and, and it's raining. It's like, oh, well, I don't, you know, it's nice to kind of have a, okay, it's raining. I'm going to do this instead of what I thought I was coming down here to do or whatever. So it's nice to, to be able to see what the, what the professionals do on these days. (laughs) (laughs) Always got to have options, man. Plan B and C and D. Yep. Can't have too many, can you? No, sir. (laughs) Well, Jordan. We'll talk next week, man, and uh, and hopefully uh, your tarpon trip it happens, and you and you don't get rained on, and uh, hopefully you can uh, you can put a few uh, not in the boat to the boat. There you go. <laughs> right, yes, buddy. sir. We're going we're going to try. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. We'll talk next week. All right, man. Thank you.